what's up and good evening to everybody y'all how you feeling tonight i'm feeling good i've been feeling great um had a really long week i don't know about anybody else but it's been a long week but we are here again welcome to when people listen the podcast um, we are on episode five of tonight, y'all, and we're going to get into something really interesting tonight. Of course, to get preliminaries out of the way, shout out always goes to, and make sure y'all keep it locked to, the baddest internet radio station, period, Onyx Urban Radio, by way of Onyx Urban Media Group. Give it up, give it up, give it up again. Oh my gosh. So many things are happening. Of course, to mention an event coming up, we of course have the Onyx Urban Media Awards going down October 15th at 4 p.m. in Sanford, North Carolina, guys. Again, the tickets are available online. So make sure you get your ticket. Again, if you haven't gotten it by now, like what what are you doing? There's going to be live performances, presenters of the awards. Of course, your girl is nominated for Writer of the Year for the Onyx Urban Magazine. So again, I'm going to be there that night. I want to see you all there. And let's just have a great time supporting independent creatives all across the board. So tonight, we're going to get into ways that people cope with stress. Overall, people do their best in life to manage stress. People go to work most of the time for full-time jobs work 8, 10, 12 hours a day, and that's not the end of what people deal with on a daily basis. Most of these people have families at home, are married, serve in other capacity and facets, maybe in their community or a group of people outside of their family that they also have a role that they play in. So when life and different things occur, we do our best to manage stress so that we can continue to go about our daily lives. I know that seems pretty cynical to say, but it's really the truth. And though we may not have the best coping mechanisms regarding stress and use them all the time, we do our best with what we can. I think everyone does, and it's our way of trying. Sometimes those tries are good, and sometimes they're not, depending on what we use to essentially cope with stress and what's going on in our life. Again, we do our best with what we got, but sometimes what we're around is not so good. And so we're gonna dive into why we need to cope with stress 
what kind of stressors exist in life and all, not all, but some of the good and bad ways that we cope with stress. Altogether, the body was created to heal itself in various ways. But also, the body is very, very adaptive to repetitive habits, behaviors, emotions, etc. Our bodies can store stressors or stressful events, traumatic events, and things of that nature for long amounts of time. So of course with a stressor, especially mentally or emotionally, our body does things and reacts so that the stressor, whatever it may be, is calmed and or resolved. Altogether, stress affects all systems of the body, every single one, from musculoskeletal to nervous, reproductive, endocrine, the list goes on, according to American Psychological Association's website. But everyone's more familiar with the response from the body when we're talking about stress as the fight or flight response. And of course, in this response, the body either is going to shift to fighting off some type of essential threat or fleeing from that same threat. And so it plays into your adrenal glands as far as their response. I don't know if you all are familiar with this, but cortisol plays a big part of stress. The more cortisol you have, the more stressed you are. And so because your glands are releasing, and of course that's going into the endocrine system, but because you have this release of all of this cortisol, depending on what you're doing to manage stress, you can either heighten that level even more or lower it, again, depending on what you choose to cope with stress. And again, just as I stated in the beginning of this, stress plays so much. We're talking about chronic stomach issues. And I actually touched on this in my very first episode, I do believe. But we're talking about chronic pains, aches, we're talking about all types of different health issues that can develop. We're talking about cardiovascular issues. A lot of times with our community, we're familiar with hypertension, high blood pressure, um, diabetes, um, different gastrointestinal issues as far as eating and Again, how we manage stress and cope with it can play into that even more. But ultimately, stress affects the whole body from the top to the bottom. And we have to be careful with what we choose to use 
as a coping mechanism for our stress. So here's some not so good ways that I'm sure we're all familiar with of coping with stress. So according to Harvard, their health website, some things that we do to respond to stress, sleeping too much, under eating or losing weight where we don't have an appetite as a result to being stressed out, watching endless hours of TV. I know everyone's probably familiar with the term binge watching as far as watching shows that they're already interested in, possibly to catch up for a new season, but it can become an issue when that's something you use to respond to the stress. And even further, some people can actually develop a system of using specific shows and or movies as comfort to deal with not just stressors, but trauma as well. That term, of course, being kind of under the umbrella of comfort shows. There are certain shows that people will watch just to comfort and relieve themselves and feel safe and secure and relax and all that good stuff. So that can even develop like that. On the other spectrum of the eating portion, obviously is overeating that leads to weight gain. That obviously comes from emotional eating, which is an unhealthy way to cope with stress. Now, that sort of coincides with what I just talked about with watching endless hours of TV. And of course, there's a saying that says too much of a good thing is bad, which essentially when you really think about it is true. If you overeat, that's also a way of becoming dependent on a outside thing to do with the inside issue. And essentially, unhealthy habits that develop from responding to stress is just that. Things that we use on a daily basis, we begin to use them in an excessive amount to where they comfort us and give us some type of security. And it's really not good for us to do that. Next thing we have is definitely withdrawing from friends, family members, close relatives, whatever, your circle, withdrawing and or shutting down from everyone to avoid facing life's problems, period. And there's a lot that plays into this portion because People shut down for various reasons. Me personally, I know that I've shut down plenty of times in the past when life seemed to be very pressured because I didn't want to feel like I was a burden on someone else, especially if that person already knew what I was going through at the time. After constantly pouring out your heart and venting and ranting and stuff, 
it's not that it gets old, but in my mind at the time, it was almost a thing of thinking, well, they don't need anything else on their plate. So weirdly, I was doing something that I thought was best for them so that they didn't have to sit there and listen to me and my problems and this, that, and third, be concerned. Ultimately, you just don't want them to worry about you. At least that's what goes on in my brain. I'm not sure if anybody can identify, but that's what goes on in my head. You don't want people that you love and care about constantly worrying about if you're okay and constantly, again, just sometimes it just feels like too much even for you. And so you feel like you're being too much for them. Again, just my train of thought on it, but mostly it is to avoid what's actually going on, not to talk about it. Somehow in your mind is one of the best things to do to get over it out of sight, out of mind type situation. Of course, we know that that doesn't necessarily work after a while. (laughs) And the problems become bigger by us avoiding them because essentially they basically go in this huge mental vault and then the vault bursts open at the most inopportune time. And then we have to deal with everything in the vault and not just that one little situation. So again, withdrawing from friends, or family shutting down that it's obviously an unhealthy way to cope with stress the next one is pretty normal in today's society as well which technically this counts as two separate ones but ultimately i encapsulate it as substance abuse or at least these habits can lead to that course smoking and drinking too much or the use of illegal and or unsafe drugs popping over the counter drugs just again just the the using drugs and or mind altering things to sit there and avoid dealing with or coping with stress those things can play out long term for sure and obviously cause not just mental effects but physical effects as well one last one that I do want to mention and that's basically lashing out at others in bouts of rage or physical violent outbursts That one's kind of self-explanatory. But again, it kind of works like the shutting down portion. And sometimes some of these things that I've already named come before. Like there's little, there's is so many stepping stones that lead up to a lashing out of some sort or an outburst of some kind. And prayerfully, it doesn't lead to a mental breakdown, which is common. Mental breakdowns, panic attacks, anxiety attacks, all of those things can have a staircase of these 
habits that lead up to those things. So we have to make sure that though, yes, ease of access and convenience to different things like smoking, drinking, using over-the-counter pills, overeating, et cetera, et cetera, are not good at all for managing or coping with stress. I know it gets tiring talking to friends all the time. Even talking to a therapist, as helpful as it is, sometimes you get tired of having something to talk about that is negative or events that have happened in your life that didn't exactly go the way you wanted them to. But daily, we are striving to be better. That is the purpose of this podcast in the first place. Listening to learn things that will help us be better and more effective mentally so that we can be better in our bodies, more aware of self, so that we can go out here and maybe help other people too. Now, let's get into the good ways that we can cope with stress and manage our mental health better. So according to WebMD, now, side note, I know about how most people feel about WebMD, okay? You look up some symptoms on Google and they're one of the first things that pop up that tell you you're gonna die. But that is not the case for this article, okay? This article is actually pretty helpful and the answers are pretty general from not just this website, but most websites that are speaking on this topic, they have just about the same answer. So I'm going with this source. Some of these ways include exercising. Now, I don't know if you guys know this about me, but I actually went to school for health and fitness science, got a certificate, and some of these things I actually learned in school. I'm a really big person on just overall wellness, and so exercise specifically is actually medicine for the body. When you look at the scientific research that goes into people that have exercised and do it on a regular basis they have a routine versus people that do not and their stress levels there are big differences people I know overall when you hear the word exercise you think oh my god that's work but anything worth having is worth working towards and Having the best physical health is something great to work towards. The benefits are endless. Regarding stress management, honestly, it's actually a really good stress relief. And that's speaking from somebody that knows about how it is to keep a routine of working out going. It helps heal the body better as you're putting on those stressors of lifting weights and 
doing cardio, all of that good stuff. And that actually helps get different hormones, happy hormones going more so in the body so that you're not dealing with the negative effects of having the not so good hormones stay in your body. Another one is deep breathing, which I would classify that as an exercise, but that's pretty self-explanatory. Your body actually helps release pressure, not just in your cardiovascular system, but also deep breathing helps activate your vagus nerve. I don't know if I said that right. If I did not, please forgive me. Um, but deep breaths, meditative breaths, while you're sitting in a comfortable position for a few minutes, a couple of times a day really helps reset your mind and your body as well. I don't know about you all, but I do have the mindfulness app that came with my Apple Watch. So that actually has a good reminder for me to do those throughout my day. Of course, you can customize that, but it's just something that's accessible easily to you that can help you do those deep breaths a couple of times throughout your day so that you manage stress in that right as well. Again, it just takes the pressure off. Sometimes we can be at work and get overwhelmed or be running errands, doing things throughout our day to where things come to a head sometimes. And that's okay. But we have to make sure that we, again, handle things in a healthy manner. Another one is to eat well, which combats one of, or a couple of the things that I mentioned that are unhealthy habits. Eating well, it helps control your mood. It helps improve your energy. And it also helps you to regulate your body overall. When you have a healthy, well-balanced diet, it does make the difference. Another side note, I will say that there are different things that you will learn about your body the more that you research that will tell you what diets are actually best for your body. Everyone has different genetics, so that comes into play when you're picking a diet that is actually good and helps your body to be at its best. Another way is to talk about your problems. That one also combats one of the other things I mentioned from the unhealthy ways, but essentially therapy is a great source. If you are open to talk to someone about your problems, that actually helps you greatly. Sometimes we can get so stuck in our mind of internalizing or just processing our emotions after things happen. And it feels like most of the time we have to do that alone. Sometimes talking to someone, especially when you have a moment where someone can 
create a safe space for you to just vent like I talked about last episode. If you haven't listened to that episode, you're going to have to go listen to it to understand what I mean. But essentially, when somebody has you in that moment like that, it really, really helps to kind of let that pressure off of you and for you to actually talk aloud what has transpired and what has occurred in your life that may be either positive or negative. Most times though, regarding rant sessions, it's normally something negative. So I will say (laughs) talking to someone helps. If you don't feel entrusted to a friend or a family member, therapy is great. Also, if you believe in a religion, then talking to a leader or clergyman also helps. Shoot, talking with your doctor can help as well because they can refer you to someone therapist-wise, counselor-wise, that they feel would be best for you. Also, making sure that that person, clergyman, counselor, therapist, whatever avenue that they're in reinforces shifting negative talk into positive talk or negative self-communication into positive communication regarding yourself and whatever situation you're dealing with. That is super important. Always talk with someone and trust in someone that knows that that's part of what needs to happen in order for you to better feel about the situation. If you have someone that's just, oh yeah, man, da 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 da, and not really coming through with some type of positive feedback or any type of encouragement, then honestly, it's just a gathering of miserable people. (laughs) Sad to say, but it's true. So make sure that that person you also confide in and talk to, if they're not a professional, make sure they're a positive person. The last two that I'll talk about that's listed are pretty simple in idea, but very hard for a good percentage of people. The first one of the last that I'll mention is taking a break. Y'all, we don't have to be everywhere at every second of every minute of every hour. A lot of times that actually plays into the unhealthy habit of quote unquote shutting down or withdrawing because in a way you're doing nothing but making your hands busy to avoid different internal issues that's going on with you that can cause stress. So taking a break allows you to reflect, but it also allows you in a stressful moment to take your mind off of whatever is bringing you stress. So you can sign up, of course, for different avenues of stress relief, like meditation and yoga, doing Tai Chi, um, praying is listed, listening to your favorite music, and also spending time in nature just to get away and just to breathe in fresh air from outside. 
The second one I will say is to go easy on yourself. Nobody is perfect, ladies and gentlemen. No one, no one walking the face of this earth is perfect. We don't always get everything right. And even though this is very hard, have some grace for yourself, please. Find a moment to laugh. Shoot, turn that negative thing into something funny. Not to avoid it, but you can't control everything in life. We feel like we have to put our hands in so much, but when we let go and actually release different expectations and all these high standards that we have on things, even on ourselves, we can drive ourselves crazy with that stuff. So go easy on yourself. Mistakes happen, failures happen. It's all about how you deal with those things and become better for yourself. So that's all I have for tonight, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let's make sure we handle stress correctly. Don't forget to get some self-care in too. That's really important as far as taking a break and giving yourself some time. I love you all. Thank you so much for listening in. And as always, until 